Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. What is freaking up, hotties? I hope you're having a beautiful and fit babe thirsty Thursday up in here. It's time for another episode of the TSN podcast. And what better topic for this week than boosting your damn metabolism? Let me tell you, recently, I had a client come to me being so concerned about like messing up her metabolism. Like she wanted to make sure her metabolism was healthy because she read some article online that was all about like, you know, your metabolism and it's important. And like, you have to boost it for weight loss and you know, things that I may even say on my platform. I talk about metabolism with you guys on social media. So I want to give you guys the 411 on really what the deal with metabolism is. It sounds like a fancy, complicated scientific word, but I'm going to make science sexy for you guys. And I want to tell you what's important to know about your metabolism. I want you guys to understand your metabolism so you can use your metabolism to help you lose weight. You have to work with your body to achieve your dream body. You can't be you know, running against it and trying to fight it. And most importantly, you babes are going to leave this podcast episode knowing actual scientific ways, not based on some random BS thing you found on the internet, like true ways that you can actually boost your metabolism to help and aid in your weight loss journey. But this brings me to my first major real talk point for you guys. We often view boosting our metabolism as almost like a scapegoat to putting in the work. Like if we take a pill or a substance or a supplement or, you know, have something, we're like, oh my God, like the reason why I'm not losing weight is because I'm not boosting my metabolism. When that's not true, that is just so not true. Boosting your metabolism does not guarantee weight loss. And that's because we're failing to understand what your metabolism is, which is so critical for weight loss. Like I always say, and I get this question every week, so listen the F up, ladies. To lose weight, you have to eat less than what you burn. To lose weight, we have to eat less than what it takes to maintain our weight. That is weight loss. That's being in a calorie deficit. Your metabolism is part of this entire picture of eating less than what you burn and eating the proper amount of calories. And metabolism is really just a fancy word for how your body breaks down and uses food. So the differentiator when we're talking about metabolism is not just understanding our body's metabolism, so we can use that information to understand our calorie needs for weight loss, but metabolism is sort of like a deeper look at not just the calories, but also what you're eating and what are these other factors that impact our calorie burn, impact how we utilize our nutrients and the energy we burn, breaking them down and and using them for fuel in our bodies. Metabolism is a deeper way to look at calories and calories out in weight loss. That is really going to help you ladies lose weight and achieve your body of your dreams, your hot girl, hot and healthy, sexy, confident body of your dreams. Um, so without further ado, time for the 411 on metabolism. Because we are talking about metabolism, I can't help but also remind you, babes, that if you're new around here and you're not in the membership, you haven't taken that next step to join 
I want to remind you guys that there is a hot girl's guide to weight loss. That is a free three day mini training that I came out with to help you babes understand what are the first steps for weight loss in a world and social media filled environment filled with so many tips and tricks and recommendations. And so many of them contradict each other. I want to give you guys a mental reset. So if you haven't check the show notes below. If you go to the sororityinstructionist.com, you're going to find the hot girl's guide to weight loss there as well. And this guide is going to help you with, you know, through a three-day video series, a mini training from me, actually teaching you guys about metabolism and weight loss and what you should be doing for your goals to achieve your hot girl body of your dreams. Um, so be sure to click the show notes below, take a look at it. And if you haven't done it yet, definitely you want to sign up. Okay. Real talk. Now it's time to get down to business. So When we're talking about metabolism, I know I had mentioned in my fun little intro, you have to eat less than what you burn for weight loss. And metabolism is so important because our metabolism impacts that calorie range, but also there are other parts of your metabolism when we're looking at the total picture of what that means that impact our weight loss goals. So as a review, metabolism is basically how your body is breaking down fuel for energy. So the type of fuel and calories you choose impact your body's response to it, impact how full it gets from it, and impacts basically how many calories you burn breaking it down. And metabolism is important because as you lose weight, it's really, really unfortunate when I say it, guys, and you might be a little bit, a tad bit depressed when I say it, but when you lose weight, you're suppressing your metabolism. You're lowering your body's metabolic rate. And I'm sure if you guys have gone back through many of the episodes that have been an OG listener, episode three is on calorie needs for weight loss. And I explain how many calories, you know, it takes to maintain your weight, um, how many calories it takes to lose weight. And most importantly, the, the really important number that helps you determine these other numbers for weight loss is your resting metabolic rate. And that's, that's your body with no exercise stripped of everything, just trying to function and survive, just sitting on the damn couch, sitting in bed, how many calories it takes to maintain. And that is your metabolic rate because that's the bare minimum amount of fuel it needs to just be alive and be a human and be a person um, without the exercise and thinking and all these other things though. But why boosting your metabolism is important because as you lose weight, because your metabolic rate slows down, this leads to plateauing. This leads to you eating a low amount of calories. And if you do this the wrong way, if you pursue weight loss in a very restrictive and compromising way, you know, you could be eating less than a thousand calories a day, doing so much working out. And then it's like you, you eat even 200, 300 more calories and boom, you feel like you blow up like a balloon. And this is why With weight loss, we want to find ways where we're not just eating less than what we burn. It's very important. It is so critical for weight loss. The first step of my proven framework within TSN. And if you guys in the membership know this, if you're in the membership, you know, it's so important to have these numbers. It's the only way you see results. But what I love about metabolism and the focus on it is it also real, it also really takes into consideration the other things that impact calories and calories out. Calories in, calories out is not just about, okay, we burn this much, let's just eat less. It also is about these other factors that are going to impact how many calories you burn and also impact the energy you're taking in and how your body is utilizing it and the energy you're putting out from breaking those foods down. And when it comes to metabolism, we have to go back and revisit that resting metabolic rate, ladies. So a common question I get is like, Lauren, like what, what does impact metabolism if boosting your metabolism is important? Like, like, like what would impact it? 
So not only your resting metabolic rate, which contains your height, your weight, your gender, um, but also your muscle mass and your body composition is really important when we're thinking about that maintenance amount of calories that it's going to take for you to maintain your weight. In addition to metabolism, food quality is really, really important, as well as other factors related to your health that impact how you metabolize food, utilize food, um, medical conditions, all of that kind of stuff. So without further ado, when it comes to boosting your metabolism, these are all things that you can control on your weight loss journey. They are things that are are so hopeful for women out there. And you know, if you were in, if I was in front of you in an audience right now, I would say raise your hand if you've ever felt helpless on your weight loss journey. I know I have. I know I used to work so hard. I used to work out so much. I used to think I was eating so healthy and I was eating healthy foods, but my overall game plan didn't align with my goals. And that's what I try to teach you, babes. And that's what I really, you know, this is why I built the sorority nutritionist in my membership and my coaching, because it's different than eating healthy. Being strategic for fat loss and body composition goal means we're being really strategic with our actions. And it's not just about moving more and eating less. It actually is about also finding ways to change your body composition and boost your metabolism. It's part of the picture. Absolutely. So let's dive into some of the ways that, uh, that are things that you can control when it comes to your metabolism. The first thing is exercise. Exercise and literally moving your body is one of those factors that impacts calories in, calories out, but also has more impact than just what you burn in an exercise session. I am going to dive a little deeper into this and give you babes an example. Now, many times with steps, I really encourage you guys inside of the membership to not just work out more and get more active, right? That does help with calorie burn, especially if we're not seeing weight loss, eating a certain amount of calories. We bump up our steps a little bit, and that can be so tremendously helpful. And that's not just with exercise in a gym, right? If we work out for an hour or 30 minutes during the day, four or five days a week, phenomenal. Props to you, girlfriend, pat on the back, high freaking five. But what about the other 23 and a half hours or 23 hours of the day? The way we get active outside of the gym too is very impactful and can boost our metabolism literally and help you burn more calories, which is what boosting your metabolism is. Um, So that is tremendously helpful. But the type of exercise you do also impacts that calorie burn. And the the reason why I'm not anti-cardio, but I'm cognizant of cardio for my clients is because if we put all our eggs in a basket and we're just doing cardio for fat loss, we're trying trying to burn as many calories through cardio, at first, it is amazing. You guys, I'm literally getting flashbacks in me in college, like doing, doing the cardio. I went to college in Florida, so it was hot and I was running down the street and all the sweat was coming off of me and I felt like a badass and I did lose weight. Oh, hell honey. I did lose weight. I lost 20 pounds in one summer, but guess what happened? I couldn't keep it off because to get the same benefit from that exercise, I had to keep doing more cardio, more running, more intensity. And it reaches a point where you can't keep you know, you can't work out for two hours a day. And if you do, you are living a miserable life where you're addicted to, to the working out just to maintain your progress. And if you skip a workout, you feel like, Oh my God, I'm going to gain weight. 
And your body adapts that cardio. And the struggle with with running and biking in the soul cycle peloton situation is you keep doing that cardio and you have to keep doing it for that same calorie burn in your session. And it has so many health benefits. In fact, I need to have someone on here talking about benefits outside of body composition stuff for you guys with cardio, cardiovascular health benefits, mental health benefits. I mean, the list goes on. Even physical health, I think there's so many benefits with it. But when it comes to the cardio piece, why it can be detrimental for fat loss and weight loss is because you you are doing this cardio and really with the muscle fibers and how you're exercising, you're burning calories in that session, but not after your workout. And that's because you are not building the type of muscle that will really help you burn more calories at rest when doing cardio, which is a completely different type of exercise. Which is why when we're able to do resistance-based training with our body weight, with weights and dumbbells, with machines, with various different things, we're putting resistance against our muscle. And it's not just about getting our heart rate up really high and running as fast as we can. We actually have calorie burn beyond our exercise session and have impacts beyond our workout session. And that's because if you're able to put on muscle mass, that is so incredibly helpful because muscle burns more calories than fat does. And it takes up less space. So that is one of the easiest ways. If you have suppressed yourself and you have a slow metabolism, we want to think about how can we put muscle mass on your body? So that's one piece. The second way and the second area of your, of your plan and program that is so important for boosting your metabolism is what you are eating for your goals. This is diet quality. Um, the types of foods you eat impacts your metabolism because food is broken down differently depending on the type of food it is. Now, put simply, our bodies are efficient machines. We want to get efficient at exercise, which is why we adapt to things. We adapt to a low amount of calories and we start burning less. We adapt to the exercise and we start burning less calories doing it for that efficiency piece. The same goes with food. We are very efficient with food that is broken down, that is easier to digest and metabolize. And you know that goes back to what the word metabolism is. It's how we break down and process food. So when we're thinking about diet quality, if we have foods that are harder to metabolize and digest, not in a bad way, like, oh, our body can't break it down, but because you know, it, it, it takes more energy to break those nutrients and the bonds apart within these scientific substances, right? These chemical substances, which are food, all chemicals, all food is chemicals. Um, you know, not the bad chemicals guys, the good chemicals. And the more we can have food that is very high quality like this, it has, you know, more than just this energy that it takes to break it down. There's other health benefits with these foods, of course, but especially when it comes to your metabolism, there is really, really vast benefit in that some of the ways you can improve and boost your metabolism and basically have foods that take slightly more energy to break down would be protein rich foods, fiber rich foods, and in a similar respect, but not necessarily the same way fat um, is another one to consider. Why protein is so important and something I've talked extensively about because it's such a cornerstone part of TSN and my programming is because protein has a higher thermic effect of food compared to carbs and fats, meaning it takes more energy to break down and you actually burn energy breaking protein down, especially those very high quality protein sources. Along with the other body composition benefits you get from it, it can help you literally boost your metabolism. And that paired with strength training, protein is what's going to be that nutrient, very, very helpful and responsible for helping you put on that muscle mass as well. If you're doing that type of recommendation that I talked about in the last little section. 
In addition to protein, fiber is another part of carbohydrates that um, another type of diet quality and food piece that is really important to emphasize and can help you actually burn more calories because fiber is the indigestible, undigestible part of food. So it actually takes a lot of energy for our body to try to break it down and basically attack it and, and you know, want to break it down. But with fiber too, you don't absorb calories from fiber um, as you would with like simple table sugar. Fiber is, is uh, basically a non-caloric. I mean, there's some calories we get from it. Research really shows that it's not a hundred percent non-caloric. But the calories through fiber um, and higher fiber foods are just metabolized differently. They have different health benefits for us, um, but that will really improve the diet quality. It will improve your health in addition. Um, and, you know, foods high in fiber like veggies and whole grain bread products, things that are um, carbohydrates that are minimally processed. Um, fruits are high in fiber, especially the outside skin portion. All of these things, chia seeds, flax seeds are great ways to boost that diet quality piece. Um, they're really healthy nutrients, but also they contain fiber, which is uh, a great metabolism booster. But at the same time, ladies, something I want to point out for you is that fiber is not a miracle drug. Protein is not a miracle drug. Putting on a little bit of muscle mass is not a miracle drug for your fat loss goals. You still have to focus on the calories. You still have to focus on the balance. You still have to focus on eating less than what you burn and doing all the shit consistently, juggling everything at one time, right? It sounds like a lot of work. It can be at first, which is why we have to go about this strategically. This is why I don't flip my clients' diets upside down overnight. It's about small tweaks and changes to get you to your weight loss goals. And it's about building on that foundation of focusing on calories first with your progress tracker and the membership, making small tweaks and then building upon there. But what I will say is these are areas that if you're doing so much right, like we we want no matter what to strive for these things in our diet for health purposes, but especially for body composition and wanting to shed fat, these are incredibly important things to help you really preserve and boost your metabolism and also help with that body composition change. The last thing I wanted to mention with diet quality is fat. Um, so fat does not take necessarily more energy to break down. It still has a lower thermic effect of food, meaning the energy it takes to break it down. But why fat is also another piece that I just wanted as a bonus little mention for you guys is fat has a longer gastric emptying time, meaning that compared to like carbs that we're eating, it takes longer for us to really break down and metabolize it and for it to empty our, our gastric intestinal system and you know, all of that kind of glorious picture that I'm sure I'm painting in your head right now. That's why fat can be really important with satisfaction. So yes, it's not directly related to metabolism, but healthy fat-rich foods like dressings with olive oil or avocado oil or even coconut oil. I'm a big coconut oil fan when I'm cooking food um, at high temperatures. Um, avocados, um, you know... Many nuts are a really great example, peanuts and um, almonds and those types of things, walnuts. All of these fat-rich foods are really, really nutritious for us in a variety of ways, but also they, they help with satisfaction, which is incredibly important for our weight loss goals. And the last thing I want to mention to you guys when we're thinking about boosting your metabolism, I just needed to give a little shout out to my girl sleep. Sleep is so important. And honestly, I have not talked about sleep on the podcast, ladies. I have not given you the lowdown on sleep and how it impacts your metabolism and how it impacts your mood, impacts your hunger. There, I could do a whole damn episode on sleep. I need to find someone to give it to you guys real. That's like a sleep specialist on here. But how you sleep and your sleeping habits and how much sleep you get per week and per month and, and your, your circadian rhythm, all of this actually does impact your metabolism because your sleep and the quality of sleep you get 
impacts how you break down food and utilize it. You you guys probably have a, a time when this has happened. You get really poor sleep. You wake up really early for a flight. You are up all night with, with your kid or your dog or from stress or just you're, you're having insomnia. I sometimes randomly get insomnia. When these things happen, you guys might be like, oh my God, like I'm so ravenous the next day. And some of that is because of the destruction of your circadian rhythm. But also it, there are, when you're sleep deprived, we actually tend to crave different foods. Um, research even shows that we can crave crunchy and, you know, really savory and um, carb-rich foods. There's there's a variety of things that can happen there and even things that I just see myself. Also, when, when you don't get as much sleep, you're also awake a longer period of time, which could lead to you obviously eating more food. But what I really wanted to just remind you guys is your, your sleep patterns, your sleep schedule, and your consistency with how you're getting sleep and the quality of it does impact your metabolism. We find people with disrupted sleep schedules, unfortunately, tend to be at a higher body weight, um, and they're more at risk for things like diabetes and you know sh- struggles that, that people face that are nutrition-related. So something in addition to the exercise and food piece that we talk about here today, when we're thinking about our overall picture of health, our overall picture of body weight and how we want to look and feel, feeling hot, healthy, sexy, confident, and feeling good, we can't have this conversation without talking about self-care, but most importantly, sleep, because sleep really does impact how we metabolize food. But without further ado, babes, I gave it to you real. We talked about what boosting your metabolism means, exercise, foods in your diet that are important, things that I've talked about before, but why they impact your metabolism and and the boosting it idea in sleep. And we can't leave this podcast without a reminder about the fact that boosting your metabolism is not a one, one, one size fits all answer. It's not going to save you from putting in the work. You have to do all of these checklist things, right? You have to eat less than what you burn. You have to eat balanced meals. You have to focus on what you're, you're consuming and the quality of food. There's many things, your sleep, your habits, your, the consistency of exercise outside of the gym and also what you're doing in the gym. But what I just want to remind you guys is there's so much you can control in a, in, a, in a time and place where sometimes things feel so out of control, where you feel like, what can I do to get to my goals? I, I feel like I'm doing everything. I said this to a client and I want to say it to you. If you are feeling like you're doing absolutely everything, but no matter what, you're still not making progress you do feel like you're doing everything and you are doing everything to the knowledge of what you know. There's always other things that we can change and modify and try. And the, and the worst thing you can ever do is feeling entitled and thinking like I'm doing everything. I'm going to say it guys, no bitch, you're not doing everything. There is more work that can be done. There are more tweaks and there always are answers for you to be able to shed body fat, build muscle and transform your body into the hot girl body of your dreams. You can do it, but it comes with being ready to put in the work, show up and trying something new, even if it feels difficult. So babes, that is all I have for today's episode. Please take a moment and leave a review. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. And most importantly, I cannot wait until next week. Another episode drops. See you then babes.